the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It is. It is hump day. I feel like I'm about to get over a whole month of humps, baby. Glad to have you guys here with me tonight. It doesn't matter how exhausted I am. I got up at the crack of dawn, babies, even before the crack of dawn to do Say news. What? Yeah, 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 to do Newsmax this morning. But you know what? I, I, I feel I felt like I was dragging tail as I got in here. But just the energy gets pumping for me when I get a chance to sit down at the microphone and share this time with you guys, especially given what historic times we live in. I don't know what I would do without you guys out there. You are my peeps, my family, my core. Love you all so much. Thanks for joining me every night of the week here. 888-344-1170. If you are new to the show, I am Andrea Kay. Dynamite in a dress, busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy every night of the week. And I'm about to bust through some pants here because somebody left some chocolates here at the station. I think it was Tom. <laughs> there may not be any left in the lunchroom. Oh <laughs> but I got to power up, right? I got to have my caffeine and my chocolate. Um, we've got Congressman Andy Bitt. My favorite congressman is going to be here. Perfect night for him as we talk about Liz Cheney. Is she on her way to the hospital to get the boot removed from her hiney? Because she got the boot out of her leadership position. And I'm loving that today. And so we're going to talk to Congressman Andy Biggs about that in a little bit, as well as uh, hopefully to get an update of what's happening with that audit. It's been kind of difficult to keep track of it out there. Um, I don't know that it's going to end up. Uh, changing anything going forward, but uh, we're still going to keep our eyes on it. And we've got the phones open for you. Write, write these, these digits down if you haven't memorized it already. 888-344-1170. Before I go further, let me bring in my brother. It's DJ Potato Skins. I trust all Americans to do the right thing, but we strongly advise everyone to especially, especially focus on DJ Potato Skins. And I know we'll get into it a little bit later i know we ended the show yesterday with me just kind of slamming john cox not really a trump supporter mm-hmm. well the word of the day for me is grinnell is that right part. well it may be hold up now hold up it may be mr pretty as john cox calls it. oh beauty in his in his in his bad commercial it may be newsome now because he's announced that california this is breaking news that i'm seeing tonight california to effectively end the mask mandate once the state fully reopens in june how convenient my man are you ba- are you back in you for know, newsom i really hope everybody that signed the recall petition is like okay nice try you're only doing this to save your hiney but you know he he's 
good at just playing mind games with the California population. Here's what y'all need to do. You need to take the masks off now and start whistling and singing a recall tune up and down the street and everywhere you go because you need to because mask or no mask this man is destroyed he has destroyed the state's economy and he'll he do to- it again and he well it, well it, well the effects are are permanent for many people in, in in this country chula vista lost i think 60 percent of all of its small businesses and and that is a largely minority community and migrant community uh, businesses that will never reopen he's completely destroyed entire industry Industries across the state, and so this is this is a false nod, and it's it's um, and it doesn't mean that he's no longer a communist. So he needs to. We no, it means he's playing mind games to get you to kind of ease back on voting that he he needs to go. Absolutely, the masks were mind control devices from the jump, and now they're trying to play some mind games with you by, um, you know, allowing you now to not have to breathe through some fetid, filthy, wet piece of fabric that you should have never had to put over your face in the first place, and you're supposed to be grateful. We're supposed to, I'm never going to pat anybody on the back. I said this about Ron DeSantis. I'm never going to pat anybody on the back or act grateful that somebody is handing me back a right they never had. It was never theirs to take in the first place. Got to move on across uh, because what's happening in the Middle East tonight is absolutely devastating. Something like 50 Arab Israelis, including a seven-year-old girl, have been killed in these rocket attacks because the Iron Dome is good. And by the way, they have it, thanks to Ronald Reagan. The Iron Dome is good over there to protect the, yeah, your man Reagan, our man Ronnie. But it's, it's not stopping at all. Hundreds, almost 500 rockets have been launched against our greatest ally. It should be our greatest ally, but it's not anymore because we've got, we've got Biden back in the White House, right? My question for you, Andrea, yes. where's the hard line from the Biden administration? Well, he got a hard line. Did you read that statement that they put out? It was, it was like my dad when he would get annoyed at my brother and sister and I arguing. It was like, y'all, you can y'all keep it quiet down there. Y'all aggravate me. Y'all aggravate me. I mean, it was Barney Fife. Stop or I'll say stop again, right? And Barney never had a, he never had a bullet in his gun and neither did this statement. The, and, and by the way, the statement also referred to the Temple Mount in the Arabic term. This is this. It is clear. There is no moral equivocation here. There's no moral equivalence of what is going on here. Somebody pointed out a great fact today that we never even hear about any any of the attacks going on until Israel defends itself. And that's when it's suddenly in the news, because that's when the Palestinian children that are being used as human shields by Islamic terrorists get to hide behind them. And make Israel look like the bad guys. Who was it who said, um, uh, we don't hate uh, the Palestinians. Um, uh, We hate them for making it. I can't remember. I'm going to have to Google. It might have been Indira Gandhi. I'm going to have to Google this statement because I don't want to misquote it. But Trump had the right response to this when he said, these are are Islamic terror attacks against Israel. Called it for what it was. Called it exactly for what it was, which is what John Guandolo talked about last night. This should be a reminder, by the way, that while this would not did not happen in the Trump administration, it would not happen if he was still in the office. That did not mean that Islamic terror went away. It just meant that they knew that they that there was not a paper tiger in the White House. They knew it was a real tiger. They knew that the exact opposite uh, view on Israel than than Biden does. He he proved that they are our greatest ally. Well, look at a couple of his actions. 
One of the things that he did was fulfill a longstanding promise that was made by many presidents, including George W. Bush, to move the embassy to Jerusalem, and he did. He also took the, the, the third leg of the stool over there in the Middle East is Iran. Iran is the number one state sponsor of terror in the world. They have killed more Americans in, in Iraq and Afghanistan uh, than anybody else. They are the greatest funders of Hamas. They didn't even need the $235 million that Biden gave them. Uh, so, I mean, we are paying, by the way, for the rockets that are being launched to kill Israel. What did Trump do? What did Trump do? He Iran teaches their children to teach death to America. It's chanted by kids in the schools over there. They have vowed to wipe the United States and Israel off the map. And what Trump did in the little Satan. Yeah. And what Trump did was he wiped their head terrorist dude off the map. Soleimani and many on the left were like here in America was, oh, my gosh, now we're going to be in World War Three with Iran. That didn't happen. Because they knew our your enemies have to know not just that you have force, but that you're willing to use it and use it strategically, not in not in a bumbling Iraq and Afghanistan war where you've got no definition of a win and you've got rules of engagement set up to lead the American soldiers and, and boots on the ground as lambs to slaughter under like mad dog Mattis Mattis. Trump has proved Trump proved that he would that he would that not only did Israel have a right to defend itself, but that President Trump would use the full weight of the United States military to defend Israel as well. We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we're going to we're going to shift gears and pick it up because there's a battle waging within the GOP tonight. And Liz Cheney is supposedly right now between Liz Cheney and Trump. Who y'all thinks is going to win that one? Stay tuned. We're Andrea Kasher coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. You know, it's about time for me to do a pilgrimage. Make my way back down to the swamps of Louisiana. And when I'm down there, I just might have to look up to Senator John Kennedy. Um, he, he said something hilarious today. He said, Congresswoman Cheney has basically hit a wasp nest with a short stick. <laughs> That's exactly what he did, didn't he, Congressman Andy Biggs? That's, That's what exactly she did. Right, Andrea. Yeah, she did. She did do that. And, and, uh, the thing is, Andrew, if she'd only hit it once, she might have been able to get out of there without getting stung too many times. But she kept hitting that wasp nest with that short stick. And uh, it finally came back to haunt her today. Well, yeah, she got stung to death. Um, <laughs> she's still picking them out while she's on her way, picking picking the stinger the stingers out while she's on her way to get in, to set up an interview with Chris Wallace and Minka and Joe and and everybody else in the far left media that couldn't stand her dad. Uh, you know, um, couldn't stand anything about you know Bush lied, people died, and Dick Cheney and all that about Halliburton. I mean, I'm, I, I'm old enough to remember what the the mainstream media did to excoriate and to attempt to destroy anybody related and connected to the to the Bush administration. Um, and suddenly they love the Cheneys now, don't they? Well, they absolutely do, because um, the Cheneys and the Bushes are part of the old uh, elite establishment. Uh, the what President Trump and his supporters called the swamp, they're part of the swamp. And so. Uh, the the media uh, loves to hear 
the dirt dished on uh, Donald Trump and Liz Cheney and uh, pre- former President George W. Bush and uh, Liz Cheney's father, they they can't leave President Trump alone. They left President Trump, but they just can't leave him alone. I just don't understand it either. You know, a lot of people uh, and conservatives are saying, well, Stefanik, as though she, it's a given that she's going to replace Liz Cheney in the position. Well, Stefanik's voting record isn't conservative. Liz Cheney's is. And I said, I want Liz Cheney gone. And let me tell you why. Because there needs to be accountability for somebody who's in a leadership position in the Republican Party who spends all day long yammering complaints about somebody who's not even in office anymore, who was the most conservative president in my lifetime who did absolutely nothing for which he has been falsely accused. Meanwhile, if she wants to talk about somebody being a threat to democracy, right now, look at look at who's occupying the Oval Office. We're 111 days in and look at the state of this country, Andy Biggs. We've got gas. Uh, I've got family in the southeast right now that that some are stranded because they, they, they can't fill up a gas tank. Um, we've got our, our greatest ally that's been under a terrorist attack now, hundreds and hundreds of rockets for days and those are just a couple of the hits and all she cares about is bashing trump she needs to go right right no that's exactly right i mean and, and so so we look at there's just two or three points to just quickly make number one um if she would have just voted the way she voted that's her business her constituents will take care of it but she didn't she went out and and bashed us. And so we had the vote in February mm-hmm. um, and, the, and uh, the leader said, oh, she'll be fine. You know, we're all going to work together. She literally walked out of that meeting and, and, and Republicans again. And she's never let up. She just never let up. And so, so what that does, that creates a distraction. We have a border calamity. Yes, it's, it's uh, what's happening on the border. I was just in San Diego last week and, and went to, to the border from San Diego on over to Yuma again. And I will say that's a calamity. And then and then you have, as you say, you've got a, a president who's no longer made us energy independent, but has made us dependent again. We got hacked. We uh, most uh, not most, but 45 uh, percent of the U.S. Is, is not able to get gas because of the pipeline dis- disruption. You've got Israel being attacked, as you said, all those things. And we're not even talking about um, China and what mm-hmm. China's doing and the threats and North Korean millicosity. We are, uh, we are, we are now laughingstock internationally. Mm-hmm. We've got riots going on still in Portland and in other cities. And um, the Democrats, all they want to talk about is January 6th, and Donald Trump. And Liz Cheney gives him the talkers. Had a hearing today about January 6th. Almost every Democrat who spoke used a Liz Cheney quote. That's mm-hmm. that's what we were up against. And she's supposed to be the leader of that conference. And she was undermining everything we're trying to do as far as policy, stop the left, and put us in a position to take the, the House back and have policies ready to go that um, will restore the country after uh, two years of Biden uh, and Harris destroying the country. Yeah, well, and we haven't even gotten into the attacks on our culture involved in the divisiveness that that is critical race theory, where we have systemic institutionalized racism going on in our country right now that's being continued to be amped up at every turn by the Biden administration, which which is institutionalized racism that's going on in our country, meant to divide us, fostering hate, 
hate amongst us and her and, and her hatred is all directed towards Trump and my suspicion is is that it's from a, a point of strategery that she wants a return of the Republican Party back to the strategery you you giggle there you know that was George W. Bush a famous term that they, that they want to, that this is about trying to cut off by cutting off the head of the snake that is MAGA that they're trying to get rid of MAGA altogether and return to the Unicrat rule of the Republicans basically play the role of the minority letting the Democrats have whatever they want and the Republicans go around on the campaign trail and promise this and promise that when they're really a part of you know the globalist movement new world order open border um, big spending uh, routine I think that's ultimately what the play is about I'm glad you brought that up because this is what's been bugging me um, never forget that George W. and, and Vice President Cheney, they were they were big globalists uh, and and they were war hawks and they were, you know, the, uh, new new world order type folks. They were uh, let's investigate whether we're going to have a North American Union with the Amero that type of thing, and um, that's all well documented. And mm-hmm. so we've got an open border. They they're okay with that. Um, Liz was a better vote. Uh, than than Elise has been, but but it isn't always about the votes. If you're voting your district, you know, no matter how bad you vote, then I get it. You're trying to vote your district, but mm-hmm. you just can't undermine our mission as Republicans. And that mission is to make America first in economics, mm-hmm. uh, cultural appreciation. They're attacking our history, so you got to make sure our history, historical uh, uh, our history is not a, a misappropriated by the left. You, you've got to you've got to basically fight the economic war with them. You have to fight the national security war with them. You can't get in forever wars. She's a big forever war person. Wants mm-hmm. to stay in Afghanistan forever. These types of things are uh, out of out of harmony with not just the the conference itself, but with the American people, mm-hmm. the 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 people who I believe are actually the majority of this country, which I still think is center right. Mm-hmm. They want these things. They appreciate the the federal government. They 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 believe in individual freedoms, rights, mm-hmm. and responsibility. And you cannot undermine that. President Trump, you, you said he was the most conservative in your lifetime. I'll tell you what else he was. He was probably the most successful, mm-hmm. most successful yep. in my lifetime. And he would have been even more had he not had the Liz Cheney types and the Paul Ryans in there, um, you know, uh, not wanting to build a wall and not because, you know, we, we there's been a whole lot of what were supposed to be considered fiscal conservatives. There really weren't. Uh, Paul Ryan, for example, one of the things that was disturbing to me that I think is also part of the problem is that, you know, she is definitely of the swamp and and her mindset is like so many career politicians. I read that she said in her in her closed door uh, speech to you guys today that history chose us and I thought that that was a really telling choice of words there because history did not choose Liz Cheney okay she is not God Uh, the people voted for her and she did not represent them well with that vote. She had every right to vote, but it did not represent her constituents in Wyoming. And that's why every district censored her for what she did. And, and her continuing to swing that, that uh, stick at a, at a wasp nest, that wasp nest was just as much her constituents as it was her fellow Republicans, wasn't it? That's exactly right. And actually, um, when she said that, my thought was, you know, uh, history didn't choose me. I went out and, uh, and campaigned and my constituents chose me. And what the way they chose me, 
is, is I hope that they would tell you this. I told them what I would do. They may not have agreed with everything I did, but I would tell, I told them, this is what I stand for. This is what I believe in. This is what I will do. These are the first six bills I'm going to introduce, you know, and, and I did it. Mm-hmm. I kept those promises. If you, that doesn't mean history chooses you. History will, believe me, history will long forget Andy Biggs ever served in Congress. But they won't, history won't forget the policies and direction of this country that either makes us preserve our freedom, preserve, preserve our strength, or made us irreparably and irredeemably weaker. That's what history will do. But what the people will do now is they will give you their authority to act as their representative. And you have to understand, that's where all of our authority comes from, the people who elect us. It doesn't come from history. Uh, some people may make history. Mm-hmm. Some people may, should maybe not make history. But the reality is what history will be is how we survived um, the, the leftist assault that's going on in this country today. Mm-hmm. We'll either be a free country or we will be um, uh, basically stuck trying to explain what happened uh, as we lost all of our freedoms and became a a Venezuelan type country. Well, one of the greatest ways in which the left has been able to fast forward, uh, put the pedal to the metal on their cultural Marxist movement was through the coronavirus. You you are co-sponsoring a bill to get Fauci fired. Tell us about that. Well, has there ever been anybody um, more inept in public life than, than Dr. Fauci? And not only inept, but, um, he, you know, has, he's not told the truth. I mean, he's denying what Rand Paul mm-hmm. knows and what we all know, what the, there's plenty of proof for, that he, his agency funneled money to that lab, the Wuhan lab, from where the coronavirus uh, emerged. I mean, and just... What he has done, he's emasculated this country. He's a petty tyrant um, who's been given way too much credit. Mm-hmm. And and uh, he has done, in my opinion, uh, a generational harm to this nation, whether it's the school kids who haven't been able to get to school, the people who rely on his bogus um, recommendations, to the lockdowns where we've lost tens of thousands and, or millions of businesses mm-hmm. and people have been unemployed. How about, how about the fact that people won't go back to work because Fauci... <laughs> It instilled such fear in them that that government gave them uh, trillions of dollars. They're paying people to stay home and not work. Mm-hmm. That's what this guy has done. And um, and I'm, I'm I was when I heard that I heard the title of the bill. I said I got to read that fast and sign on to it. It is imperative that he go. Uh, Final moments before I have to let you go. My listeners are are dying to hear uh, an update on what's happening with the Arizona audit. I saw a tweet from Emerald Robinson yesterday that they didn't have the the passwords for the routers, those that were running the elections down there. I thought, say what, Congressman Biggs? What's happening there? (laughs) I wish I could tell you that wasn't true, but that's true. The Maricopa County Elections Office that was there. Um, the, they did not have the passwords or the routers. Those are apparently in the hands of a couple of guys from Dominion. And they, the auditors want those as part of the audit. It's a full-blown forensic audit. If they're able to do it, if they'll let them do it, it, it you'll get some very direct answers to what's going on. Um, and sometime we'll have to get back together and talk about mm-hmm. what, I'm, what I'm hearing out of there. But I will tell you that it's true. Um, 
the, the, the county guys won't hand over the routers and the passwords because they say they don't have them. They're, they're not in their control. And that's, that's gotta be, wow. uh, in my mind, uh, if, if not illegal, it certainly is, is careless and negligent, but so it's really a problem. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, yeah, a major problem. And so uh, that's what's going on there. Uh, but don't forget, you've got, you got this crazy uh, uh, Dr. Carlin who came in and testified, um, who made fun of Baron Trump's name, um, made really um, intemperate comments about anybody who voted for Donald Trump in Congress, in a congressional hearing. She is leading the Civil Rights Division of the Department of Justice and has the audacity to write to try and get us to stop that um, audit in Arizona because she's claiming that people's voting rights will be suppressed. Nobody's rights are being suppressed. <laughs> we're just trying. We're just trying to get accuracy. How does an audit it's, suppress anybody's vote? That's ridiculous. Exactly. It's nuts. And but that's what you have from the Biden administration is they're they're unhinged leftists. Yeah. Well, and you know, um, but and if you ask Liz Cheney about it, orange man bad. You know, um, we also know from a court, exactly. yeah, a court in Michigan found that the Secretary of State there had acted illegally. We know that fraud occurred in the 2020 election. I know that uh, I think um, Kevin McCarthy made a statement today that nobody is questioning the legitimacy of the 2020 election. Well, I am because we don't have answers. There's a lot of missing pieces. I, I can't say conclusively what the what the actual outcome is, but no, neither can anybody else. And we have a right to know as citizens. You know, if we're going to talk a yammer all day long about uh, attacks on our democracy. Actually, as a republic, there's no greater attack than attacks on our election and our elections. And going forward, if we're going to talk about midterms in 2024, we got to make sure that our elections are, are valid and get answers to every one of these questions. And it's been deeply dis- disappointing to me to see that three of Trump's nominees for the Supreme Court uh, punted and refused to hear the Texas case, which was clearly to me, um, you know, theirs to hear because it had to do with not Dominion and any of this other stuff, but just states violating the constitution with people outside the state legislators um, changing election law. So I'm deeply concerned about our elections going forward. Final thoughts, Congressman Biggs. No, you're exactly right. Election integrity. That is, that is like a top issue for everyone I talk to. They, they want to know that, that when they vote, it counts. Now let me tell you something that you want voter suppression. Um, Conservatives are the ones that stayed home in Georgia and, and we lost the Senate races. Conservatives can't stay home. But just think about this. No matter what the election integrity uh, audit reveals in Arizona, President Trump lost by 10,000 votes out of I don't know how many millions cast. We can't we can't stay at home. People who don't trust the elections, they can't stay at home. And yet that will be voter suppression because we don't trust it. And yes. And uh, uh, I'll just tell you that Arizona, we also had some of that constitutional hanky panky, mm-hmm. uh, which is why I objected. I mean, look, the Constitution was violated, in my opinion. And in fact, the federal district court of appeals said that uh, that that it was bogus. But. They still allowed 40,000 voters to be eligible, people who illegally registered to be eligible to vote. They allowed 40,000 people to do that. And that's the type of thing that you cannot allow if you mm-hmm. want election integrity. No. Can't allow it. No, we can't. Well, Congressman Biggs, thank you so much for being here tonight. Thank you for all you do to fight for freedom. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Proudly, you're my favorite congressman, even though you're not here in my district and I can't vote for you. But I appreciate you. Thanks for being here, sir. Thank you, Andrew. Good. I hope we get to talk again soon. All righty. Thanks. 
Now, y'all stay tuned because we got more Andrea K. Show coming up. We got more to talk about. Guess who's gone woke? The AMA. Wow. Hold your stethoscope. Stay tuned. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. If you're just tuning in, yeah, before the break, Congressman Andy Biggs from Arizona was on. He was talking about the Arizona audit and said the Maricopa County, just make sure skins and people, people heard this right. And, and maybe I need to clean out my ears. But did I clean the wax out? Did I just hear Congressman Biggs say that the Maricopa County elections people didn't have the passwords to the routers that Dominion had them? Yep, you heard right, and I literally just, my I, I, my mouth almost hung up, and, but I'm not surprised. I'm shaking my head. I don't think they're ever going to get them. No wonder that uh, Dominion was filing lawsuits against everybody to shut everybody up, right? We talked about that with Newsmax last week. You know, why, why would you need to silence everybody if you're innocent, if you've done nothing wrong, right? You're if not in on it. they get those passwords, they know exactly what's going to come out. Exactly. Yeah. Um. I don't know how much to share here in this next story, but you know what? I might get a little personal here because there's a story that involves uh, the medical. I mean, j- you thought it was bad enough that United Airlines and other airline companies said, you know what? We're going to we're going to put diversity into our hiring practices, right? We're going to make sure that 50 percent of our pilot trainees are diverse. Um, how are you going to do that without intentionally putting people in? How are you going to make get to that magic number without intentionally putting people into your training program that aren't qualified to be there? Right. OK, that's bad enough. Right. But to hear that the AMA, the America, American Medical Association is now getting into critical race theory as a part of med school training. Should really scare you. Maybe more than, you know, because a lot of you guys don't know that I spent a lot of years helping to train med students. Did you know that DJ? Potatoes I didn't hands? know that. Wow. I did. Yeah. I was hired um, as part of something called the standardized patient program. And what it is, is they hire, and this was started at, uh, out of UCLA and it's now a national program and they hire actors to play patients. And I mean, when these actors play patients and I did everything from their three days, their three days in and they come up and they say hi to me and all they really have to do is introduce themselves. And I got a sore knee. All the way through to where I've, I'm playing somebody and played somebody who was, who was simulating a heart attack. And it would take me six weeks to prepare to play this. And machines are manipulated to where it actually looks as though, I mean, I had a student who ran out because he literally thought I was having a heart oh, attack. Wow. I actually was involved in remediation to where they come in, they have to perform a physical exam, they have to take a history, they have to ask me all these questions. And when they leave, I would grade them. Nobody graduated med school from UCSD for years without having to go through me. And if they didn't do well in a certain area, they had to come back through me for remediation to be retested. So I was heavily involved in the training of med students. And I had to be trained in how to take, how to listen to somebody's heart, how to listen to somebody's lungs, all the different ways in which they're supposed to fulfill. And let me tell you, having worked with med students for years, 
from three days in all the way through their final exams, I am here to tell you that this is the scariest thing I've ever heard in my life because some of them never had any business being in med school. And I was glad to be a part of a process that weeded out the ones that really needed to be in a lab with a microscope. And to think that we are, they are now going to be intentionally putting people into med school that have no business being in there simply because they're trans or they're intersectional or it's like a CIA recruiting video. I'm here to tell you people will die. It is tough enough for people for us to get qualified people through there that actually can complete med school and do it well. That actually have the right to be getting a certificate and going out and treating patients. When they, when, when they, this is a whole different ball of wax. We got to get rid of this meritocracy stuff they're talking about, which means merit based. So now we're not going to have admissions into medical school to be based on somebody's grades and how well they did in school. It's going to be based on skin color. Welcome to people dying. How do you go through medical school with no merits? It's like one of the most merit-based systems out there. That's the only way that you should be admitted. It's based on you go to undergraduate, you prove yourself with your grades that you can handle all these subjects. And then, oh, by the way, there's also interviews and other stuff that happens. And then throughout medical school, there's also a lot of stuff that has to do with the, with patient interaction. Um, we called it PPA. I mean, I'm, I'm floored and I am, I'm frightened for the future of our healthcare system. We are coming off of a pandemic, right? We know that, that lives are at stake every day. If you never really thought about it before, a lot of people died in this country with coronavirus that didn't need to die. A lot of them because they were denied therapeutics, pushed on ventilators. Doctors had to figure it out for themselves because Fauci wasn't interested in saving lives. And some doctors figured it out and were able to save people and others didn't. This is literally... To tell you the truth, Andrew, I never saw this one coming. This is literally life and death stuff here. I'm frightened enough. Whenever I go see the doctor, I'll tell him. You didn't, you didn't listen to my lungs properly. You listen to my lungs over my, over my gown. You're supposed to listen under the gown. You're supposed to listen six, you know, I'll tell them. I, it's, it's hard for me now to go to the doctor because I know, I know when they're not doing it right. Most of them don't do it right as it is. And now we're going to bring people in just on basis of skin color. Well, there's a lot of good doctors out there. Don't get me wrong. Is there, there, what's left, Skins? Is there no well, aspect of say, our society? Like, you know, you expect certain companies, like with what's going on, with everything being woke. This is one area I didn't expect to be touched, honestly. There's, you know, it, 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 when we've gone woke and now medical schools are teaching critical race theory instead of teaching, you know, where the hand, the shin bone meets the this bone and the that bone, um, you know, we're in deep doo doo. Teaching to save lives. Wow. Oh. <sighs> Anyway, um, on a good tip, Caitlyn Jenner, yeah, Caitlyn Jenner um, was was proud that she's uh, last fall. uh, She didn't vote for Trump. She she went and golfed uh, and when asked about because really, you know, it doesn't make any difference. And that's kind of a valid thing to say. Well, I didn't bother to vote for the presidency, go vote for the presidency because, you know, it doesn't matter here in California. Some people feel that way. Um, but, you know, then when pressed, well, you know, there were propositions and other things to be voted for in November. Jenner's response was, well, there wasn't even really anything on the ballot that, you know, really, you know, affected me much. OK, great. Cox Jenner off my list. Right. 
There was really important propositions on the ballot. There were. There were. One of which is that the push on the left to remove the protections on property tax increases, which was settled under Proposition 13 many years ago to protect seniors that, you know, were living in their homes and on a fixed income. And if, if their property taxes go up, they'd be homeless on the street. That was an incredibly important proposition that was on the table. I was worried Richard Grinnell wasn't going to get into it. I uh, gave you an article today. He still hasn't ruled it out. He's giving it some thought. He says he's got plenty of time. So that's encouraging. Yeah, because John Cox, um, you know, had said back in 2018 after his failure before that, you know, he distanced himself himself from Trump and, you know, gender, you know. Did, gender, gender did the same thing. And, you know, we see Liz Cheney doing that now. And, and we've got a battle in the Republican Party to where it's, it's the battle of the never Trumpers against MAGA. And it, you know, uh, MAGA, like Andy Biggs was talking about, is about make America great again. It's about put America first. It's actually about conservatism, a restoration of what this country was founded on. That's what was successful nationally. And that's the only thing that will turn California around. Newsom offering to, to let us take a mask off our face I in June. I when you told me that. I that, hadn't heard yeah. That's so funny. That's not that's not enough for what the state no, is. And, not and, for what we've been through. And then, then when you add that Jenner wants to, you know, offer citizenship to everybody who comes across the border, it's nope, a non-starter. Not interested. That's a non starter we've got to now and i know rick grinnell says he's got he's got until june or august we don't have until june if you're or august listening, richard now's the time we don't we can't wait we need somebody who understands conservatism who understands maga trump gave the blueprint for how you can campaign on maga without labels tear down labels and appeal to democrats and independents if there's ever a time in which the state of california could be restored to conservatism now is it we're at a crossroads, and if yeah. we're going to take it back, now's the time. And it, and it is ripe for the taking. Speaking of taking, we're going to take a break. We come back. we got more Andrea K. Show on the other side. 888-344-1170 if you got anything you want to weigh in on. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Going quickly to the phones in the time we have left. Alan from San Diego is on the line. He wants to weigh in on... on uh, uh, subject, I guess, some about ex-military leaders coming out against Biden. Hi, Alan. Hi, Andrea. Um, yeah, we had a business appointment this afternoon, and my wife saw this article on her smartphone probably about 2 o'clock, and then we got into the business appointment, and then by 3 o'clock we were done, and she looked and she couldn't find it. Hmm. But it, it was, it was, I remember I started to read it, um, and I just caught part way through it. It's 124 admirals and generals wrote a letter to Biden telling him he was uh, unqualified, unfit to be uh, the, you know, the president. And uh, then there's some, some further text I didn't get a chance to read. And then when, when she looked over it at three, it was gone off her phone. So, hmm. um, yeah, I'm not surprised. I haven't had a chance to read it in depth, but um, it's uh, Skins pulled the article um, and it is from Newsmax. And it says that uh, Marissa Herman is the is the writer of this article. More than 120 retired U.S. military leaders penned a letter warning that the country is in, quote, deep peril as a conflict between Marxism and constitutional freedom brews. Um, they are called flag officers for America. 
um, which has a website. I'm going to have to check on this and then maybe uh, report on it tomorrow night. Um, they've pledged to support and defend the Constitution of the U.S. against all enemies, foreign and domestic. That's an interesting statement, because if you've really been reading between the lines and seeing what's going on here with them, the Obama administration purging the military of those that are pro-America, pro-Constitution, and now Biden picking up where Obama left off, critical race theory being taught, how they've um, the the. FBI and other intelligence agencies have declared the greatest threat to the nation now as white supremacy as defined by basically MAGA supporters. It's clear that the push is to use the military as a force um, possibly against domestic terrorists, i.e. us. And I, so when I see them say uh, defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic, basically they're saying we're the old guard military gonna gonna perform the mission as originally designed by the military and they said that our country is in a fight for our survival as a constitutional republic like no other time since our founding in 1776 wow well there's some rather serious implications about this whole presidential election business in 2020 uh sometime back i think it was in clinton's administration uh they they took away the uh, launch codes from the uh, nuclear submarines and <clears throat> put them under the president's uh, control. So now one person can control the entire destiny of the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I actually interviewed Buzz Patterson once. He actually held the, the football uh, for Clinton. He actually has an interesting story about Hillary in a lamp and being in an elevator with her. Not a nice gal. Uh, yeah, he's clearly unfit. Um, I don't know who is actually running the government. It is not Joe Biden. Who do you say? Some people say it's uh, Ron Klain, which is his chief of staff. Some people think it's Obama. I think it's a combination of people. Um, I, I I don't know. You have any theories? Yeah, I've had some observations. If you remember the debates, um, he he looked like he was ready for the booby hatch, so to speak. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and it's like all of a sudden now he's straightened out. So they they may have a very sophisticated system to have him listen in his ear like he he had that thing in his ear during the debate and he turned one time and you could see it oh yeah Mm -hmm. yes so it may be that kind of thing there might be people in the background that are just coaching him on what to say and he looks like he's completely sane right now well um we know that he there was a video going around today that he was doing some kind of zoom call or whatever and he was live and didn't know it and just you know was rambling and struggling for like a minute or whatever it is clear that he is not up to the job physically or mentally and that's one reason why we see what's happening with israel and these this this attack against our allies i also think it's one of the reasons why we had the attack on our pipeline i mean when you know that you've got the united states of america is 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 weakened, you know, with um, an amendment. We would be weak if, if Joe Biden was actually physically at his best. Um, we would be weakened simply because of the ideology. You add in the fact that, you know, um, he's as weak as he is and frail physically. And, you know, we, we are not just a laughing stock. Our enemies around the world are taking notice. And these are really, these are really scary times for us. And so God bless these military peeps. I'm going to do some research on this. Check out their website tonight. Alan, thank you for calling in. Always appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, Congressman Andy Biggs. Thanks to the listeners. Thank you, Skins. We're going to be back here tomorrow night, Friday Eve. So y'all be sure to join us. Peace out. Love you all.